Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape the future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. We are back with a special edition of the Garlic Marketing Show. We're going to talk about online reputation management and growing your business uh, through it. We're going to talk about with Chris from Reputation Sensei. Chris, thanks for being on. My pleasure. Looking forward to it. And we're going to talk about, you know, not only how to get reviews, but the importance of training your team, how to create feedback loops, the trust triggers that Reputation Sensei uses to grow one orthopedic company, one orthopedic office, $3 million. They grew one auto shop 30% using this, uh, how fast it works, the Google changes that are affecting your business, all on this episode of Garlic Marketing Show. But don't forget, this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. Another great way that we're going to talk about it to control your online reputation and get more business is through customer stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com to learn how to collect craft and deliver those. All right, let's get started. And so, Chris, tell us a little bit before we get into this, and we're going to talk about your latest techniques on reputation management. How did you get into, how did you discover this space? So we had been doing print advertising for car dealers for many years. And, you know, we used to sell the automotive magazines that you sell, um, see at the front of grocery stores or used to see at the front of grocery stores and convenience stores. Um, we started with Auto Trader. Uh, Auto Mart was their free pub. Um, and then in the early 2000s, a lot of us branched off, left Auto Trader, and started competing magazines. So, um, you know, we were selling leads to car dealers for many, many years. Um, that model started to circle the drain um, as the internet took over. Um, you know, the print media, the print business went away. People, the way people shop for cars simply changed. Uh, people weren't picking up the magazines anymore. They weren't making the phone calls, and our dealers weren't getting the um, the leads. So I asked myself in like as early as 2012, 2013, what's the next, you know, what's the next, next big thing? What do, what do my car dealers, my, my customers at the time, what do they need? And every car dealer that I did business with needed the um, ability to manage and market their online reviews and they needed a social media presence. And they really were struggling with how to do um, both of those. And so that's what, how we really started is started doing uh, reputation management um, for car dealers and then helping them establish a social media presence online. And so you've moved into some other industries. Let's talk about this one uh, orthopedic that you helped. Tell me about where they were, what was their business like, and what were what were their problems that they were facing? So we've helped uh, many orthopedics around the country. Um, you know, there's uh, one in particular in the Atlanta market that we really helped um, grow their online presence in terms of local search and, and reputation and ratings. When they came to us, they were really struggling uh, to get reviews uh, because they, you know, they tried many different companies, different technologies. Um, and so we introduced Reputation Sensei to them. And, you know, our system has really five different ways that we generate reviews. And we believe that um, a large part of getting reviews comes from conversations that the employees have with the patients or, or customers when they're leaving the business. Uh, letting the customer know that it's important to you, the business owner, to, 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 in order to serve them better. So we, we, we believe that conversations are key. Um, of course, the technology to send out this, uh, text messages and the emails are important. Uh, we even have signs and we have review cards. So we're, we're really letting that customer know that the feedback is important to the client. Um, 
because we want to the, the client wants to serve them better. And every and every business in is offering. I mean, they're asking for reviews today. Wherever you go, everybody's asking for a review, but. It's mainly for selfish reasons. I mean, you know, every company wants to show off the fact that they do a good job, right? That they offer a great customer experience. And the easiest way yeah. to do that is to have a lot of reviews. But when, you know, we train our clients, um, staff members to have conversations, we say, hey, you know, you're going to get a feedback request by email and text. We would really love some feedback on the experience because it helps us get better at serving you. And when you put the benefit on the client, they're more likely to do it. They're more likely to give you that. I love that. I, I think that's absolutely crucial. And it you were, t we were talking about before, it develops a feedback loop, right? And, and you develop a, a feedback loop. And, and let's talk a little about that and why that's important. So I, I feel that any business that isn't collecting um, uh, feedback on their customer experience, you're losing customers uh, because, and I always equate it to a restaurant. The way a restaurant gets a review from you, and I'm not talking about an online review, I'm talking about a review of the experience. Anytime you go to a fine dining restaurant, the manager comes around at some point, right? And what do they ask you? How was everything? That's their way of getting, that's their feedback loop. They want to find out if you were happy, if you were satisfied, if you were pleased with the experience. Um, contrast that with having a great dinner, but crappy service at a fine dining restaurant, the manager never comes around. You know, what's the likelihood of you going back to that restaurant? Not great, right? You might not be motivated enough because the food was good, but the service, like poor, poor customer service today is, is a killer. Uh, we call it the silent killer because there's too many places you can go to, to, you know, to give your money to today that, to accept poor customer um, service. You have to, you have to wow the customer. You have to delight the customer. And if you don't, people will, will go elsewhere. So, you know, I always ask people if I give a talk, you know, are negative reviews good for your business? Um, and, and no, no business owner wants negative reviews. However, a negative review gives you an opportunity to recover the customer. If that customer leaves and they're not asked for a review and they're upset, what's the likelihood of them returning? That's the silent killer. They leave, they don't come back and you never see them again. Contrast that with they write a bad review, you have an opportunity to reach out, make things right, get them back in, and recover that customer. Yeah, and I, you know, and I think that's a big one because the feedback loop when things go bad. I think you know, I, I know in my experience when I've had a bad experience at some place, and they reach out or you know, like you're at a restaurant, and they're like, "Oh, this was," and you tell them what happened, and they're like, "Okay, we changed that," and I apologize. Will you come back? I actually feel like I'm more part of that company than the places that, you know, it's like the prodigal son, right? <laughs> it, it's, it, you know, I feel like I'm more part of that company. And, and I think that's an absolutely crucial thing. It's not only improving your company, but improving your customers. Base. That's right. That's right. And so you're, what I liked about this, you, you mentioned something that I think we glossed over is training your team. How important is that? I think it's critical, and I think that a lot of um, companies and business owners really do not do it simply because they don't know how to do it. They haven't been trained in customer experience training, so they simply don't know how to execute it. They don't have regular staff meetings. Uh, they don't talk about best practices. They don't communicate their expectations to their staff. Therefore, their staff doesn't execute the best customer experience, and then they get upset when they get a bad review. So, you know, I think that continuous training, regular staff meetings, um, 
on, on the customer or patient experience are critical to ensuring that your team is delivering the customer experience that you expect. Um, we always ask new clients on a scale of one to five, where would you place your customer experience or patient experience currently? And most of the time we hear, well, I'd love to say a five, but we're probably delivering between a three and a four. And the question is, how do you get that to a five? The only way you get it to a five is by having that feedback mechanism in place. So you're collecting the feedback and then you're, you're actually using that feedback to improve the team, to coach them to do better. Um, now, can you take a bad employee that's not happy, um, that's just not pleasing? Can you put that person in a frontline position and expect them to do well? No. That's a horrible trait. You've got to hire people that are nice. You can't train someone to be nice. Uh, so if, if you've got a great employee, they're good, but they're not good customer facing, stick them in the back room, have them do something else, but not handle, not be the first you know, impression of your company. And uh, we've all, we've all experienced that business uh, that has the, the grumpy person that's representing them. And it's, it's not a good thing. And, you know, We've had Joey Coleman on, and he talks about never lose a customer again. And, you know, a 5% increase in customer satisfaction can lead to a 25% increase to 100% increase in profits. I mean, that, that that's mind-blowing. And I know this is a marketing show, but I feel customer experience is marketing, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And we take that really <laughs> – we take that to the next level because we use with, – with our strategy, we actually take – the feedback in terms of reviews and we market them out to help attract more people to the business. So your, that statement is very true. And let's, so let's talk about the tactics that you are using then. So you, you're collecting reviews and you're training the team to collect reviews. Now, how are you then using those reviews to improve the business? Great question. Uh, the first place we do it is the website. You want to make sure that you're communicating trust on your website. So the best way to do that is use trust triggers. Trust triggers are reviews, testimonials, video, um, and, and place them in as many places as possible. If you go on our website, there's 16 different places where we're using trust triggers. So we say the more the merrier. A lot of websites will have a single review widget with, with a stream of, of, of fresh reviews, but that's it. We recommend putting a carousel of reviews across your homepage, a video testimonial on your homepage, a testimonial tab, leave a review. So again, uh, video reviews, video testimonials, the more places that you can communicate trust on your website, the more conversions you're gonna have, quite frankly, because when people are visiting the website, they're simply looking for validation. Am I making the right decision? The second place is social media. Social media offers a, a, an incredible opportunity to communicate trust beyond your fan base. So we recommend taking your reviews, either from Google, Facebook, Yelp, repurposing them into a marketing asset, you know, you can call it a review post, and then posting it on social media, and then boost it, boost it beyond your fan base to the localized area that you're in. That's incredibly powerful because that's not you, the business saying, hey, come do business with us, we're great. Every business says that, um, but that's using the voice of the customer, your happy customers, and what consumers trust more than you, what you're saying as a company is what your current clients are saying. It's so important. So important. I mean, it's, that's what a referral is, right? It's just someone talking about you, and now you're making them happen all over the internet. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, with us, a video case story. That's we believe in the same thing. And why do you feel people discount this so much? It's absolutely. I mean, I I feel like the biggest companies in the world. This is how they've grown is by doing exactly what you said. Pay attention to the customer. Get great reviews. Adapt their service. Make it better. 
and then use those stories. But people don't do it. Why do you? Th- what do you think holds them back from doing it? You know, I. It, it takes work, effort. <laughs> it's um, you know you have to have an emphasis on it. You have to focus on it. Our, our whole goal is to make this process easy because it is can be complex. Um, but we help our clients put this strategy into place. Um, it's funny you mentioned referrals because referrals are trusted. So like we did a lot of business with car dealers in the past and car dealers love referrals because uh, your your close rate on a referral is 75 to 80% versus a walk-in 15 to 20%. So, you know, car salesmen love referrals because when people come in, they trust you. Well, an interesting statistic today is 84% of consumers now trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations. So this means you can use online reviews to communicate trust to attract more people to your business. That was the entire premise behind the reputation marketing strategy that we developed for Reputation Sensei. That statistic right there. And it's grown every single year. I agree. Even back when I started you know, in internet marketing 15 years ago, there was a Pew data back then that 70% of people trusted Google more than their family. Right. And it's definitely grown because I mean, if your aunt Sally gives you a recommendation for your restaurant, you're like, Ugh. right. <laughs> you're Googling and looking up those reviews. But if you see a review of someone that you think's like you, you're like, I'm going in there. Same thing with orthopedics, right? Doctors, it, we're, we're nervous about them. But like you said, it takes work. It, it takes work. So, uh, you know, tell me, uh, like, on average, how, how much time do you think that businesses should take and devote to this this type of work so we often tell people we we actually give away our entire blueprint for how to do what we do Uh, we do it on webinars uh, we do it at conferences Um, you can even download a reputation marketing playbook from our website Um, but we tell people it takes a few things to do it on your own it takes first of all a person dedicated in your business to it Uh, they need some level of expertise They'll need time to do it, and then they're going to need some technology. So if you have all those things, you can actually execute exactly what we do uh, for our clients. Uh, but most clients, when they look at the scope of what is involved, uh, they find it uh, more cost-effective to hire you know, an outside agency like us to, to handle that for them. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Because there's, there's how you ask, and also you are seen. And this is why I think it's important about when, you know, if anyone's listening to it, you're an agency this is something you need to tell your customers but you guys have what 140 150 clients you're seeing trends that there's no way a person inside your business is ever going to see right like you you see a lot of different trends in reputation management how it affects seo how it affects websites so i'm going to put you on the spot what are some of the trends that you're seeing what's different about reputation interviews and how it's affecting things right now so I will say this, um, since the pandemic COVID hit, Google has become more responsive and more understanding and sympathetic toward business owners. Before uh, 2020, it was almost impossible to get a negative or a review re- um, removed. They, they didn't care. Um, and so now, since, since, since COVID hit, we're more successful in getting negative reviews. And I'm, when I say negative reviews, I'm, I'm talking about if they if the user has violated any terms of service of writing that review. And there's there's you know there's there's t- some terms of, of service the user must follow. So um, if the if they violate any of those terms of service, 
then we're able to get those reviews um, removed. Oftentimes, it's a mistaken identity. Um, you know, a, a customer um, hit the wrong Google listing. Um, in the past, Google didn't care. Google is more likely and, and, and more open to removing negative reviews. Facebook, we, we haven't seen as much luck with Facebook in getting uh, reviews removed. But I will say that since the pandemic, it's it's been easier. You know, and one of the things I, uh, people are always worried about and call me up and they're, they're like, how do I get this removed? I'm like, uh, you know, like, can't you call someone at Google? I'm like, yeah, I can call someone. <laughs> doesn't mean they're going to pick up, but like, you know, um, it's good to doesn't see that they're, yeah. yeah, it's good to see they're changing, but the best way to do this is be proactive and get a bunch of great reviews, right? That's right. That's right. Or, or, or it's funny because sometimes, you know, a negative review will clearly be unjustified, but the business owner is so bothered by it. Uh, we had one recently um, that was written for one of our automotive repair companies. And the guy stated in the Google review, not, haven't been there, just snooping Google. And so <laughs> this one was actually, yeah, and, and we challenged this a number of times. And for some reason, Google wasn't, replaced, wasn't um, responding and removing this review. Clearly, any readers uh, that are checking out this um, Google listing can tell this person was just trolling this, this business and they hadn't even visited it. So really, they're not, they're not going to put any weight behind that. Who cares if they, the person put a two-star review? They're going to discount it. The important thing is get fresh reviews on a regular basis. Frequency and recency are more important than anything. Um, we used to have you know, companies do business with us and we would get four or 500 Google reviews and then they would want to stop. Well, it actually will hurt your search um, returns. It'll, it'll hurt you in search returns uh, because if you don't get recent reviews, your reviews are all old, you're not going to pop up in the search results. It is a major um, search algorithm for Google. So frequency and recency, you got to get fresh reviews on a regular basis. That's great to know. You know, besides that, what are some of the other latest tactics in, in reputation management? You know, because I feel too that people look at just the reviews and they're not looking at what the entire SERPs are, the search engine result pages are for their, for their, uh, for their company. What, you know, how, what have you seen? How is that changing? How is that adapting? So you've seen the um, questions and answers on a, on a Google business profile. So now you can go in there and ask that a question. Um, you can ask a question of that Google listing and Google is using AI to respond to that question using your reviews. Not a lot of people realize that. So you can go to any Google listing, ask it a question. And if that question pertains to any reviews that have been written, the, the answers will pop up on the right in real time. Because for years, we've always asked the business a question. It sends them an email. They may or may not respond. They may respond a month later, maybe a year later, if they even see the email. But now Google is using AI to respond to the review, respond to the questions in real time. So that's even a more important or another important reason to have reviews, uh, especially positive ones that are talking about the experience. If you want to see that in real time action, just go to a medical office and put in wait times. You'll see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And hopefully the practice is doing a good time because doctors are known for, for long wait times. It's just a fact. Um, but we're pretty proud of the clients that we do business with. They focus on that. And so when you go put wait times in most of our medical clients, uh, there's positive reviews talking about how fast they got them in and out of the office. Man, I'm, I'm taking notes on that because I think that's an important thing for people to realize too. And that's great. 
And so to that point, right, you want this data in the reviews. How are you making sure that that data gets into the reviews? So again, we believe in like um, having those conversations with people when they're leaving, uh, prompting them to leave a review and, and to leave some specific feedback on the experience because when someone goes on to Google and leaves a review, um, be it five stars or one star, and they don't leave any sentiment, any 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 kind of text, um, consumers don't care about that. They don't put any weight behind it. So um, we believe that the best reviews have some sort of detail about the experience. And that's why when we train the staff, we have them ask the client to leave some, some details on the, the visit, on the experience. Please leave us some feedback on the experience today because it really gets helps us serve you better. Um, the other thing that has you said um, is you asked that's changed is the QR codes. We were using these QR codes back in 2014. Well, guess what? 2014, nobody used them. The pandemic has brought those back. No, and the pandemic has brought them back in full force. So you know it's easy to get a review. You can scan that and leave a review instantly. Um, so we recommend you know review cards. We recommend. Signage. The signage communicates, first of all, that you care about the feedback and makes it easy for someone to leave a review. And for you all that are listening on the podcast, make sure to check out the YouTube video. We'll put a link to it in the show notes because Chris was showing us all sorts of cool stuff. So, and you want to see Chris's beautiful face. He told me he's 80 <laughs> and he's, he's going, he's been going to med spa. So that's that's it. amazing. For 20 years. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is great. And Chris, you know, you've, you've worked with orthopedics. You've worked with car dealers. Let me ask you, you know, everyone wants to know how fast does this start working? Well, I'll, I'll give you a recent success story. I say recent. It's a couple of years old now. But in 2020, we engaged um, a alloy wheel repair company. And, and it's a franchise unit. So they had 120 locations nationwide. Um, a lot of people haven't heard or know even about um, the fact that you can get your alloy wheels repaired because most people will take their car once, you know, if you scuff or a, a wheel or dent a wheel from hitting a pothole, and it's not a question of if, it's a question of when you're going to do it. You're, everyone's going to do it. Um, so it's a great business model because every, every four wheels on a car is a candidate um, for to, to be damaged. Um, in 2020, um, they came to us with the initiative of increasing their retail traffic. 95% uh, of their traffic, and by the way, they're a hundred million dollar a year company. So they have huge revenues um, through their 120 franchises. They, they have some corporate stores too, but 95% of their business is wholesale, meaning they go to the car dealership or the body shop to fix your wheels. Um, so they had an initiative to increase their retail traffic. So they engaged us, they contracted in February of 2020. And in March, everyone knows what happened. <laughs> the global pandemic hit and we were like oh this was our largest account ever it was a big big account and so we're like bracing ourselves because you know a lot of uh and you, you can attest to this a lot of clients were retracting during that time they were saying hold up cancel my account put it on hold well these guys business actually increased their retail traffic increased 30 to 40 percent in 2020 and to answer your question, yeah, the CEO did us a video, and it's a video testimonial on our website, and he states that their business went up 30 to 40% in that time. And um, and, and so to, to answer your question, this strategy works extremely fast. I mean, it's extremely effective. 
Um, again, not many people actually approach the, the online marketing from the reputation and, and local SEO like we do. We think it's, we think it's um, uh, quite special. I love it. I love it. So what's the uh, best way to get in touch with you all? Of course, our website, reputationsensei.com. Uh, we have, of course, that free download uh, where we give away our, our, our playbook. Uh, it tells you it really breaks down, and, and, our, and our strategy is open source. We give it away. Again, if you have, the, if you have a person that can do it, uh, dedicate time to it, has some expertise, and, and has the time to do it, you're going to need some technology, but you can get technology anywhere. There's a, there's a lot of software companies out there that offer the messaging uh, or the, the text messages and the, and the uh, emails, um, but you can execute this strategy on your own. Um, but we, we, our team does a phenomenal job. Um, we're nationwide. We have car dealerships, medical clinics, um, you know, auto repair, real estate. So we're pretty diverse in our, in our um, portfolio. Awesome. And Chris, where's the best place to follow you? Uh, either uh, Chris Nelgrove at uh, Instagram uh, or um, uh, LinkedIn. We're, we're on LinkedIn at Reputation Sensei Digital Media Nation uh, or Chris Nelgrove. I love it. Awesome. Well, Chris, thanks so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. My pleasure. Appreciate you. And thank you all for taking Chris and I on our journey. This has been I and Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work. The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the garlic marketing show including special access to several of my courses including my case story course go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the garlic marketing show whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today that's it for the garlic marketing show if you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques make sure to follow i and garlic on facebook